Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. This is Fresh Art International. I'm Janae King. Our podcast explores contemporary art, film, and design across six continents. I'm here to introduce episodes in a micro-series featuring Voices of the Future, the Fresh Art Student Edition. Today's story is among those produced by University of Miami students during the spring 2020 semester. They recorded real-life experiences of Miami art and culture. Their podcast, Miami Moves Me, is like a time capsule. These days, the global coronavirus pandemic and social distancing requirements have made adventures like theirs seem impossible. Miami, with all its glitz and glamour, is a tropical gem of the United States. Not far from beautiful South Beach lives a community of diverse people whose stories often go untold. A true melting pot, Miami is a magic city like no other. UM students Reese McMichael and Ben Vinarski went behind the scenes of Miami Motel Stories, an immersive theater production, to meet Miami-based actress Maggie Maxwell. Inside a guest room, Maggie talks about her personal experience of Miami's Black history. We find ourselves in the historic North Beach neighborhood of Miami Beach, where the Juggernaut Theater Company is debuting their latest installment of their smash hit immersive theater series, Miami Motel Stories. Juan C. Sanchez crafted a number of different stories for the show that takes inspiration from local history, specifically a few distinct time periods that have shaped the city today. The performance takes place in smaller spaces that the audience can participate in and interact with. While the city was certainly the backdrop of the production, for me, it was the characters that really made the whole show come to life. We actually got the opportunity to interview local actor Maggie Waxwell whose character in the show is a person of color as well as a domestic worker living in Miami. My name is Maggie Maxwell, and I play Mary, the domestic worker. The scene takes place in 1960. She's a 30-year-old domestic worker who's currently cooking pecan pies for her employers because it's Christmas time, and she gets to go home on a break. Um, So throughout the piece, she has a conversation with the audience about life. So she talks about her son, her husband. She talks about, you know, kind of the meaning of life. Like, um, there's a part of the piece where she mentions, you know, you do all this living and all of this working, and you end up having to turn into a pile of sand and bone in a box. So she tells her husband, you know, when I go, you just dig up a big old hole and throw me in there, you know? So it's just, it's more of a candid um, conversation with the audience members about life. And in there, there are tidbits of life in the 1960s, dealing with segregation. There's a brief history lesson on the city of Overtown, how it got the name Overtown, how we came to Overtown, you know, uh, before it was Overtown, it was Color Town, before it was Color Town, it was darky town and all that builds up to the actress so there's like a dual roles in here the actress Alana she breaks out because she's just reached her wits in with 
playing the same character. And that's when Alana, the actress, sits down. She has a, a genuine and honest conversation with the audience about the perpetual images that have been portrayed of African Americans. Not just African Americans, you know, Haitian Americans, Jamaican, just colored people and how we are represented in the media. A part is a part, so should you just take the role and just do it? Or do you as an actor and as a person of a color have a responsibility to demand more? I want to play a love interest, you know? I'd love to see a black Carrie Bradshaw. Why does it always have to be the same 12 years a slave, the help? Precious, you know, the same narrative. So that's kind of like a candid conversation that Alana, the actress, has with the audience on representation of Black people in the media. In what ways did you research or plan for this role that you were going to be playing today? I definitely um, looked into domestic workers in the 1960s and, you know, what they had to deal with on a daily basis, how the bus boycott affected their jobs and how, you know, when that happened, they had to walk to work because, you know, we didn't take the buses. We were obviously boycotting. And um, the lasting effects of being away from your children so much. And, you know, she kind of talks about it in this piece, like how she has a son, but, you know, this is her first time ever having a paid vacation. And she had been a domestic worker since she was 13 years old. And now she's in her 30s and she's finally getting a paid vacation. So just kind of looking at the roles of domestic workers in the 1960s. And for Alana, the actress, I am a, an actress of color myself. So I did draw a lot of inspiration from how I personally feel. Anna, the director, at the beginning, we really had a genuine conversation about how Maggie, how I truly feel about the roles that I constantly receive the images that I'm constantly being told to portray of my people. It was like drawing from myself and also asking my other friends who are actresses as well, like, how do you feel about this? How does this affect you? Miami is obviously a very well-known tourist destination. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, I think it's fair to say that domestic work is still a large part of this area's economy today. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I've seen that one of the common themes through each scene was that Miami is changing. Do you think that your character might feel that Miami hasn't changed much for her if she were to see what it is today? Oh my God, that's a, that's a deep question. I don't know. I don't think she would think that things have really changed. I think we still have a large population of wealthy people, specifically like in, in Miami Beach, and we see that, you know, their staff are a majority people of color. It's still very much alive today. You know, not necessarily with the oppression that's tied to it. So, you know, in the piece she mentions how this house that she's worked for for a long time, she still has to enter through the back door. Now, obviously, 2020, we don't have that to deal with, but it's still a very apparent gap between who has the power and who has the wealth, you know, that old, old money, and who's dealing with the repercussions of institutionalized racism, institutionalized segregation, institutionalized discrimination.
like I said before, you know, I've reached into my own personal experiences and you're trying to play this character and you're trying to get a point across your main idea, your what your character wants and what they need and their desires across. You can't let your own personal feelings overshadow everything. But I really feel like my director, Anna, and the whole crew of this production, they've done a really important job at making me, Maggie, the actress, feel like how you feel is still valid because yes, you are playing Alana, but Alana is saying a lot of things that you personally feel yourself. And that's okay. And that's fine. And it is something that you can explore. So I've been given the opportunity, Maggie has been given the opportunity to work through those feelings while I'm in the room with the audience members. And it's not so much as, you know, me like going on a rant, like this has been going on and this, no, no, no. Like I genuinely ask the, the audience, like, what do you feel about this? How does the audience feel about the representation that's being presented to them? Because, you know, I can go on talking about like what I'm forced to do, but you as an audience member, you know, this is what's being presented to you. So it's more of a, Everybody in the room gets to put out how they feel. Wow, that was quite the interview. It really cast a light on a subject that, frankly, I hadn't given much thought to before. I feel the same. Do you think Miami has changed? And if so, how? Has it been for the better or for the worse? Please stand clear of the door. Oh, while the train is departing. This is the Fresh Art International Podcast. I'm Janae King. Maggie's conversation with Reese and Ben reveals that though race relations may seem to have evolved, not much has really changed with regard to stereotyping. There remain very real limits on creative opportunities for Black people. How might writers, producers, directors, and even the actors themselves make moves to turn this around? To hear other episodes that highlight Miami, visit freshartinternational.com. On Fresh Art's special SoundCloud playlist, you can listen to more Miami Moves Me stories. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast anywhere you go to listen. Follow us on Instagram at FreshArtINTL. The John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, Emily Hall Tremaine Foundation, Locust Projects, Andy Warhol Foundation for the Visual Arts, and listeners like you make Fresh Art International possible. Visit our site to explore the podcast archive we've been building since 2011. While you're there, sign up for our latest news and give a donation to support our stories. Stay tuned for more fresh art talk.